I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Good afternoon, 4 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. We have, uh, let me check the numbers here 38 degrees, still snow showers in Salt Lake City, KSL's top story. We've received so much snow this year, Salt Lake City officials are worried the reservoirs might overflow. KSL News Radio's Jessica Lowell has details. Salt Lake City is releasing water from the reservoirs because they're worried about the runoff from Parley's Canyon this spring. The director of Salt Lake City Public Utilities says our snowpack this year has a lot of water. The city has already started releasing water from Little Dell Reservoir. Right now, it's a little more than halfway full, but predictions show we'll have more water than it can hold during spring runoff. That means the reservoir could overfill. They're already starting to release some water, so if you're near Parley's Creek, you might see an increased flow of water. A bill to create a Great Salt Lake commissioner is headed to the governor's desk. This bill puts one person in charge of all the agencies that work on issues with the lake. The measure got some pushback from groups concerned about information that could be kept private by a new commissioner. Utah's Avalanche Center is issuing a new warning about an obstacle backcountry skiers should look out for. Director Mark Staples says tree wells can cause problems for both skiers and hikers. That's why everyone venturing out into the snow should have a partner. That's like the most fundamental safety step we could take when, we, when we're getting worried about avalanches. I mean, if you go scuba diving, you're going to have a partner with you. In regards to tr- tree wells, you just want a partner who's there nearby. And if, if the, the small chance it happens, they're there to help you out. And you're fine. Staples says anyone going into the backcountry should always check the center's website before heading out. Today is the first day of spring, meteorological spring, but don't expect things to warm up anytime soon. The data from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has just been released. And according to KSL's chief meteorologist, Kevin Newbank, the trends we've seen this winter seem to be staying put. Above normal precipitation over the majority of Utah and below normal temperatures for the month of March. Although some people might be getting sick of the snow, skis and snowboarders are in for a good tail end of the season. If we stay below normal through the month, it could mean that we would continue to see more 
Valley snow. Looks like we'll be keeping our winter jackets on for a little longer. Hugo Cadbell, KSL News Radio. And we have breaking news we continue to follow on KSL News Radio. It's a situation in Farmington ongoing right now. All we could tell you at this point is we know State Street at 200 East is closed, as is 100 East at Main Street in Farmington. There is a large police presence there. We have a reporter en route to the scene in Farmington, and we're going to bring you the latest details as soon as we have them here at KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 403 could take up for up to a week to dig out for some California residents. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, residents in San Bernardino's mountain communities are snowed in. More snow yesterday causing some roofs to collapse and leaving many stranded in their homes. San Bernardino County Sheriff Shannon Dyka says people with food, heat and shelter should stay home and ride out the storm while the county works to clear the roads. We're facilitating a number of delivery convoys to try to get food into the local stores and the same thing with our local gas stations. Dyka says avalanche danger is also high and warns people to stay off the roads. A firefighter in Buffalo, New York, has died inside a commercial building while battling a four-alarm fire. It was a mayday call. There was a structural collapse. Our firefighters had to evacuate, and unfortunately, one of our firefighters was uh, trapped. Fire Commissioner William Ronaldo says the collapse followed a fireball, which was likely caused by a backdraft. Multiple intelligence agencies say they don't believe a foreign enemy is responsible for the mysterious Havana syndrome. Their conclusions presented to the Senate Intelligence Committee today. Senator Marco Rubio says the report should not serve as an excuse to stop health care for those who have the symptoms. If someone's responsible, I want them to be held responsible for it, and I want the people who have been impacted by it to receive the medical treatment. Seven intelligence agencies looked into about 1,000 cases of symptoms, including ringing in the ears, nausea, and headaches. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. Utah lawmakers have given the green light for a bill that would give $20,000 for first-time home buyers. Senate President Stuart Adams told David Dujanovic it's, it's a return to a program the state has run in the past. Back in the day, back in the 80s and 90s, Utah Housing had a first-home buyer program. This is not new. It's not something the state hasn't been involved in in the past. It was widely, widely successful. And what we did is we actually refocused the attention from affordable housing, meaning multifamily housing and rental properties, to first home buyers. The bill now heads to the governor's desk. A growing number of Utahns applied for unemployment benefits in January. Department of Workforce Services Deputy Director Nate McDonald says at the same time, more people started applying for jobs. Labor force participation is up. And that's another reason why sometimes you see unemployment go up is because people are actually coming back in. And it it might be for good reasons and for bad reasons. But more people want to work again here in Utah. KSL News Time 405. First look traffic now. Ricky, what's going on? A little bit of good news. The accident that we had on the exit ramp from the 21st South Freeway to go to Mountain View Corridor, that has just been cleared. We do have a new accident. This is in Utah County, southbound I-15 in Spanish Fork. That's going to be affecting the left lane of travel. And again, as we've been reporting police activity in Farmington, you need to avoid this area at State Street 200 East and 100 East and Main. Those roads are closed while police uh, continue to investigate the scene. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. 
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.